Okay, are you ready? Welcome to Totally Qualified. Totally Qualified. Totally Qualified. We are a group of DDB interns. Can I just do the intro and then look at my friends? Right, you're taking away from airtime. Sorry, are we rolling? Hi, welcome to Totally Qualified, episode five. Today's episode is on sparking creativity. My name is Julia Tevritis, and I am a design intern at DDB, and I am surrounded here by my fellow creatives, so I'm going to let them take it away. Hi, my name is Anna Eccles. I am a copywriting intern, and my partner is here with me. Hi, my name is Regina Galan, and I am the art director intern at DDB this summer. And I'm Lizzie Gullickson. I'm another design intern this summer. So, like I said, today we're going to be talking about sparking creativity. And basically, as creative interns, you know, we have to be constantly in an ad agency, constantly on point and on top of things and coming up with new ideas because there's no lull in the amount of work that we're receiving. So... One of the questions um, that I think we should talk about today is how do each of us find inspiration? Um, yeah, go ahead. I feel like that's such a nebulous question because like when you're finding inspiration, it depends on like what you're trying to be inspired about. Like if you're like trying to write a Halloween thing, you're gonna look at something completely different than like a Christmas thing or like, do you know what I mean? Like I feel mm-hmm. like it depends on like the thing, but I guess it, I think for me it always starts with like research Mm-hmm. I usually put myself in the mood of something. Like I'll, I like to listen to music that fits the like tone or the like season or like the mood of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Regina can tell you we were working on like a sentimental thing. And I was like, I just need to listen to music and cry right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, and I think it also helps to kind of be familiar like with what's kind of like winning awards and everything to mm-hmm. kind of know where to go or like what to avoid because sometimes like you think you're creating something and it's like hey it actually already exists or like you know but it's always nice to I think it's true I think you have to have a a diet of like Mm -hmm. creative things in general every day that you're eating that you're like reading that you're like consuming Mm -hmm. as a designer I do a lot of visual research and I'm always following different Instagrams that are constantly posting things and keeping up to date on whatever the trends are and also, like, informing opinions on how I feel about the trends. Because um, there's a lot of stuff going around right now that just, like, mm, there's no yeah. concept behind it. So mm-hmm. people are just doing stuff right now, design-wise, that's just really, like, trendy and cool. The but no- nothing means anything. So I'm developing these opinions and picking up where I want to go and what I want to follow and what I want to leave behind. And taking that in to create, like, a style as you could call it. What about you, Lizzie? Um, Yeah, I mean, I definitely do a lot of, like, research on visual stuff I follow. I mean, I feel like if you don't follow, and I've heard this from my teachers and stuff, if you're not following, like, 90% design or, like, art Instagram accounts, like, you're not really in this. Like, you're not really, like, you don't care what's going on outside around you, and you're not trying to, like, be inspired every day. I feel like I don't only look on Instagram but it's where like people are obviously updating a lot of stuff but then there's like Behance and like design inspiration I mean there's tons of places that you can look for it but I think like since we're designers and we're not concepting on like Mm -hmm. a a brief from people like we're always having to look at like visual stuff only so it's a lot of stuff like that do you also like 
produce stuff into that like push and pull like you're finding new stuff but are you also like putting stuff onto those mm-hmm. platforms for other people to find your stuff like is there like I personally am not because I don't feel like confident enough in like my stuff yet that I like don't want to put it out there but I think a lot of people do a lot of people don't like I think everybody struggles with that stuff though like with feeling like they're not good enough and like Mm -hmm. you know so I think um I think it's normal to like put stuff up and it's scary and like you're like but you're getting feedback which is nice and I think that that's like what a lot of people rely on it's just that like I'm not ready for that (laughs) I also feel like it's almost becoming expected that you have, mm-hmm. like, a design Instagram or, yeah. like, an art direction Instagram separate from your... Yeah, I have three different Instagrams. Um, <laughs> one of which is my design Instagram, um, where I, like... I mean, when I was in school, it was, like, really big, and I was posting stuff, but now it's, like, I can't post the work I'm making. Yeah, yeah. Because of, like, it's not my... It, technically, it's not, like, my work. It's, like, the client's work right now. Um so it's kind of lacking, but I've been doing some like personal projects. But I'm so wondering if anybody also does stuff outside of work. Like, does anybody do passion projects? Like, do you write? Do you yes. art direct? Do you design outside of work and kind of relax with that kind of stuff? I feel like as a creative, you have to mm-hmm. because, like, yeah, people look at your book to hire you, but mm-hmm. a lot of times people go to your about me page and see what other stuff you do. I feel like people hire creatives a lot of times off of their quirky side projects mm-hmm. and then like double check their like book projects and see if they're like witty enough. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I almost right. feel like you get hired off your side projects sure. as much, if not more than your actual project projects. Right. Like, well, I'd be totally wrong. I also think it's different as a copywriter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause for me, cause for me, especially like I like to paint and mm-hmm. it's just a way, because obviously when you're doing, you know, client work or like, especially being here, it's, it's like being creative, but you kind of still have like mm-hmm. a, you know, there's a, there's a line. structure. There's yeah, you you can't completely like you know blow it off sometimes. So for me, like I like to paint. I like to you know mix colors like that. For me, it's just like a way to like like I can literally do whatever I want and it's okay. Like there's no rules, and I think that's like a way of like kind of like letting yourself see where you go, and then like you know I think that always just keeps it interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Staring at like sometimes I don't even know what I'm gonna do, but it's just like oh come on, let's just even if I want to throw it out, like I just want to like paint this is the first time you've ever mentioned painting and we see each other every day (laughs) (laughs) no it's just but i feel like that goes back to like the whole thing thing. it's true it goes back to the whole thing of like sometimes you do these things but it's like you're uh, like you don't want people to kind of like know because it's like you're vulnerable like it's your Mm -hmm. work but it's like a nice like little therapy session that's why they call it like passion projects Mm -hmm. like it's not work it's like something that you're like when i do like a passion project it's usually like something I'm super into at that moment. So like a TV show or a musician or something like that, I'm like inspired by their music or the TV show. And I like take like the characters or the actors or the singers and like put them into a scenario and make like a poster design, you know, like that's awesome. because I'm like feeling it. What do you do as a copywriter though? Like, do you just like write a little poem? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Some people do like comedy, right? Okay. So like, I feel like I'm a not very copywriter copywriter in that I've always found poetry like as not my thing. Like mm-hmm. I vividly remember being in like high school and college. I had some friends whose like boyfriends would write them poems. And I was like, oh, that's oh. so cool. Gross. Like, <laughs> are you going to actually read that? Um, no, I like to screenwrite in my downtime. Mm. Um, and I also cosplay. So I do a lot. I had a podcast briefly too, which was fictional. 
Mm. Um, so I like to... And you wrote that, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, that's so cool. I like to be behind the scenes and right. the camera. So, like, I had a podcast for a hot minute that was fictional. And so I had my friends be actors, and I, like, did all that. Um, that's so cool. I know. And then I've been writing a screenplay for way too long. People And are. eventually, eventually, I have a friend that wants to, like, animate it. Like, yeah. she does, like, cut paper thingies. Cute. Uh, but that's... It's funny because it's... It's so much easier for me to make something when somebody's like, here are the parameters. Here's the thing that you right. do. Um, but if it's like me and my own downtime, it's like, well, there's like no balls here. There's like no yeah. like deadlines or anything. I about this. Do you have the same thing? Yeah. Well, I was saying like at this point in my career, career, quote unquote, is like being able to come in here and have like the structure of a brand space that's already like handed to us like capital one has their own like mm -hmm. feeling and these are their assets and this is their you know typeface and you can only stay within these lines like you're allowed to create the next big ad but you know you're staying within their brand space and like that is such a nice like safety net mm -hmm. i feel like in a workspace like in a career you know i feel safe and capable when I'm working yeah. in someone else's brand space. I don't feel confident enough to make all these like huge ideas right now, but I do outside of work. But, you know, in work I feel confident enough to like we're we're living in someone else's kind of world and working in their world and like that's that's safe and that's Yeah, and I feel like it's similar probably for you guys like with, you know, working in like that voice. It has to kind right. of like follow the voice. I mean, like you can change the voice and they can change the design mm -hmm. or like the branding guidelines, but like yeah, like Big parts, Lots like, doesn't sound the same as Miller Lite, you know? No, no, like no, you're yeah. using totally different voices and imagery and everything for mm -hmm. each brand. I think that's really interesting. I think it definitely does take more time to like find a tone of voice when you're making something from scratch. Mm -hmm. I feel like it does, I mean, it takes time in general when you're sure. like branding something to come up with like what are like the attributes. Like, is it like happy? Is it positive? Is it eager? Is it witty? Mm -hmm. But I feel like it takes so much longer for you to decide within yourself when you're making something like as a side project, like what that right. sounds like. I don't know. But I think it, it really depends on each person. Like there are some writers I know that are like, like witty witty novelist in their downtime. They like to write, um, but that's not, that's but, not really me. But I think that's also the fun part about passion projects. Like Sometimes they don't necessarily have to mean anything. It's just nice yeah. to... Yeah, that's true. You know? But here, yeah, I definitely, like, sometimes, like, knowing, like, I can only use these three colors, and it's like, mm. oof, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing to worry off you. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you can only use, like, this one element, so, like, it's nice. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like a... I think it's like you need... Uh, as a creative, I feel like I need both. Like, I like the rules, and then I like to escape the rules every now and then with, mm -hmm. like, my little... For me, yeah, I do, like, a lot of drawing, and I like to paint, and I like pottery a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I like working with my hands a lot more, I think, than, like, working on a computer. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. I'm not as, like, connected to technology. Like, it's... I've just started it in, like, the past two years, so it's it's been, like, really different, like, trying to get into, like, that space and be oh creative gosh, yes. in there when it's, like, I'm so used to doing stuff yeah. on paper, like, with my hands and, like, so I think, like, for me, I start, like, I look, you know, research and do, find things for inspiration, but, like, I have to start with my hands a lot of times mm -hmm. if I'm going to, like, do something because it just, it feels, like, way more comfortable for me. I know. Is it, I, like, the pottery wheel? Like, the, um, like, the, like, the ghost. Yeah, I mean, movie? I can do that, like, I can do that, but I kind of, like, 
doing stuff like this more. again I spend every day with you and I didn't know this about you yeah, <laughs> that's no. so bizarre it's okay well, no but I agree with that sorry no, like you're good. with my like I that was like really hard to like switch like to kind of like make it live in, in like technology like it's so hard but like <laughs> but it's like yeah. those tools are there and they're like important and that's yeah. like where every like everything's moving that way so it's like you need to know how to yeah. do it but it's I think a lot of people that's not like natural for them mm-hmm. like you have to like learn a lot more technical stuff for it right. it's, it's so funny I'm like the opposite I mean when I was going in writing classes they were always like start on a blank piece of paper and then put it onto your laptop and I've always been better at making something on the computer versus like mm. well I think it's because you can type faster so it's like sure. your word your brain can kind of like keep yeah. up better than like if I'm writing like I'm like I sometimes like get frustrated because I'm like yeah. My hand hurts. I, yeah, I'm like, or I'm like, my hands, like, my brain is going like 100 places a minute. This like, archaic form yeah. of <laughs> scribing words. <laughs> well, speaking of working in brand spaces, are there any brands that are resonating with everybody right now? Or are there any brands out there or campaigns out there that are sparking creativity within your work life or your passion projects right now? So, like, recently I, we actually, Anna and I went to the Virgil Abloh um, Expo thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, cool. that was really cool because it was his whole take on, like, how advertising is, like, changing. But it's very, like, different. Like, he's doing, you know, all these things with, like, social media. So I think that that's really inspiring because, like, I've always, I've always been, like, kind of anti, like, social. and Not anti, but, like, I'm not, like, super... Even though I like Instagram, I love Instagram. It's, like, sometimes hard for me to, like, keep up with it. But I thought it was cool how he's just, like, so, like, he has, like, so many, like, different projects and, like, clothes and everything. And how he's, like, using that and making, like, everything just cool with just, like, Mm -hmm. simple pictures. Like, it just looks so simple. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, not. I don't know. No, his stuff is so cool. Right? Like, I don't know. Simple, but, like, it's, like, packed with so much stuff behind everything he does so mm-hmm. i think that's like really inspiring honestly you're a big fashion person i think you get a yeah. lot of inspiration from fashion yeah you, i really you're so cool <laughs> <laughs> no like i i just like remember oh, like i can't think exactly what he said but it was just like every like you you just would see like shoes or whatever or, or even like his billboards and it's just like one color and like i mm-hmm. think that the something the ads are so cool yeah for and it's the, just uh exhibit yeah and you think that like oh just this one color but everything has purpose and I think that's what makes it like meaningful and like I think that's something that inspires me because that's something that I strive to do like at the end of the day like we are communicating things in what we do and I think that that is like something I feel kind of like responsible for that even though I'm you know just making things like what is the meaning behind picking like purple versus red Mm -hmm. you know so that's that's why I get mad on Instagram because people just like don't even think about it they're just like putting out like Mm -hmm. oh this typeface is in right now let's put it on this texture that everybody else is doing and there's no reasoning behind it when but the best campaigns and the best ads and the best like art that's out there like has like a feeling or just one reason at least one reason behind it like this is the color palette and this is why this is the mood it was evoking like you know, et cetera. I just think I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm so with you on no, that. No, and, and also, like, being, like, here this summer, like, working with, like, other, like, creative directors or, like, you know, art directors, like, you learn to really appreciate their eyes because, like, 
I was I always say like oh my god like they're like oh do two clicks like north like move this like a little bit up mm. and it's like literally changes what? everything like I'm not like it sounds really silly but I'm like okay fine he's right like he you know and it's just like training your eyes and learning to appreciate design that like you know it's mm-hmm. like it's a I don't know I think it's awesome it is awesome even as like a copywriter like it's cool to see that sort of yeah. like attention to detail in yeah. that way so are you do you look at like this is so interesting to talk to like a copyright because I feel like um design and art direction is so like set in stone and it's so or not it's it's not set in stone it's um it's so like tangible and visual and you can just like you see it you know it you like it you want it you got it you know what I mean makes me think of seven things yeah I just did that on purpose um so (laughs) but I think copy is so like yes you read it and stuff but like it's, it's a little more abstract so like when you're looking out on the street and you're trying to find inspiration in different um you know campaigns or different art on the street what do you look for that sparks creativity in you like are you looking at words specifically are you looking at feelings are you you know what what gets you going i don't really look for inspiration on the street i usually look online Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> like, I'm okay, not trying, that's just my verbiage. I'm not just trying like, to be smart ass about it, but I think like I think you and Regina like actively when we're walking around, you'll be like, look at the way that's posed or something like that. And like for me, when I look at inspiration, it's usually online things. I'm a big child of the internet. I spend a lot of my time on different digital platforms, and I think a lot of my inspiration is from like people that should post, people that like do silly things online. And I think the way it works and what I like about copy is conveying an emotion and that anybody can read it and you'll get it. I feel like that's what good copy is. It's when you'll read something and a lot of people will read it and they'll have the same takeaway because that's not Mm. easy. It's not easy to like read something and get the same reaction out of it from multiple people because it's so easy to look into words and there's so many different connotations with words like even small things like if I say I'm smart versus witty or if I say I'm wise these all have very different connotations Mm. for the same word and I think the beauty of copy is communicating something um, and it being clear. Yeah. But like, and I think that's especially hard and fun to do when you have a short amount of time or like, because you lose attention so fast, like today, this day and age. Um, you ought to do like a one liner. Yeah. And to, to communicate something that fast that everybody can understand, I think that's the beauty of copy, but then also to communicate the tone of something it's its own beauty. Like, mm. I think when I read something and I, like, I have an emotion, whether I'm laughing or I'm like, ooh. Like, when you read something right. and you're like, oh, that's, like, What is it, like, the, the, like, four-word sad, the shortest sad story, like, four six, words. Uh, the six-word six like, stories by, like, Hemingway, where it's, right, like, it's like, baby shoes never worn right. for sale. Sorry, for that's sale, it. baby shoes never worn. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. It's, like, quick and it, like, gets the, it's, like, yeah. gets you in the heart. Okay. And even when it's longer, just, like, when something can, like, hold your attention and make you feel. I feel like that's what good right. copy is. And I'll add, like, something that gets your attention, make you feel, but then like multiple people can like see the same thing or feel the same thing mm-hmm. i think that's impressive oh absolutely like i think that's like i feel like anybody can write a poem and it have meaning to them but if you write something and that meaning is conveyed and somebody else can understand it right like I universally think yeah. yeah i think that's i think that 
takes a certain skill. Sure. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. Does that make any sense? No, it's or really have cool. Any interest at all? I also think the thing that has helped me stay creative, and I'm, I'm sure you guys too, is that like. As interns, we've been able to touch so many different product or projects, so it doesn't feel like you get stuck in one mode for too long. It's like we're always hopping around and like you kind of get to like give your brain a break from one thing. Because I know like when I work on something for too long, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't look at this anymore. And so it's nice being able to like keep going, but like working on something new. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I definitely agree. Yeah, and also like working... Like, you're working on something, but you're also working with, like, well, as interns, we have the chance to work with other creatives. So I think that, like, that always helps to have, like, a different set of eyes. Like, hey, you're, you're, did you think of this? Like, have you done that? Like, I think that helps me when I'm, like, I literally can't look at this anymore. Like, right. what can, what else can I do? And then it'll someone else. It'll be, like, else, the simplest yeah. stuff. It'll be, like, move it here. Or, like, did you try, like, to Bigger, bend that shape yeah. on a different no, angle? Yeah. And, like, that change it and just them saying that I like my brain starts going I'm like oh my god I didn't even think of that and now I see it in my head and I'm gonna go do it right now like yeah you just need that yeah the ability to work with other people like with other creatives is what also keeps you going because like Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes there's like the perception that like oh it's just you and your partner or whatever but it's like not really like you have all these other people like to kind of like you know because the idea is like you know, they're like, it's not like you come up with something and it's 100% original. It's like the collaborative aspect mm-hmm. of it always like motivates me. It's like, I don't own this. Like, how can I make it better? And like, that always makes it cool. Like, mm-hmm. you can have someone else look at this. And that makes Especially me, yeah. because like, what makes sense to you and Anna <laughs> may not make sense at all to me and Lizzie and like vice versa. Like, because now we've gotten so close with our partners that we're just like speaking our own language at this point. Like, and it's just incoherent and we don't make sense anymore. So like, we have to be able to like collaborate with other creatives and get like outside perspectives. So we're like, oh, I wasn't speaking English when I said that to Lizzie, but now I can, You that's actually the case with For you. Me, yes, I have <laughs> You're to, actually. I have to sometimes like, I don't know. Like I feel think, like we speak our own language together. Yeah. Right. So Sometimes. we have to, like, collaborate to, like, get outside perspective and then, you know, formulate more finalized ideas and, like, more well-rounded ideas, like, from other people's input that's not just unique to, like, you and your opinions. It's it's going to reach everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also feel like Regina and I are very different people. We have, like, shared interests and whatnot, but I feel like we're different enough that when we come up with an idea... Mm-hmm. It's something that, like, I wouldn't make by myself or mm-hmm. that Regina wouldn't make by herself. Like, I feel like that's the what... perspective. Yeah, I feel like that's what keeps us honest. And, like, if I'm stuck on something, Regina's, like, really good at getting me out of that. Mm-hmm. And I like to think the same. Yeah. Like, I feel like we round yeah. each other out pretty well. It's always, like, helping each other out. What's kind of... I don't know. It's just, like... Yeah. No, I, I've, I've worked with partners in the past who, like, who kind of shut down different um outlooks on things Mm -hmm. like they were trying to appeal to an audience that had two parents yeah and I was like that doesn't always exist and that's a dangerous line you will only you're cutting your audience in half you know by by using this verbiage and she just kind of like threw it blew it over her head and just like didn't like disregard like I had to walk outside I was just (laughs) I was not having that (laughs) I think I I just want to say, I think, like, another thing that, like, I try to remember is, like, 
at, like as creative people and like working in you know like the creative side of it it's like yes like we're around a lot of creative people but I also think people who aren't on that side also have like a really good mm-hmm. input and insight oh, to yeah. things and like I think working on like the intern project has really helped me like get to work with other people who have different perspectives mm-hmm. and like get to put in input because it's like everybody has something that yes. like can give you some sort of information that's like oh like actually it would look better if it was this or like you know like that can that always is like very helpful too I think sometimes it's a lot when it's coming from people who aren't designers or directors but yeah otherwise most of the time it's helpful there are some really skilled account people that we've had oh my god yeah the opportunity to work with especially on cap one like I mean if I'm spending all day writing headlines for this one thing I can only I'm staring at it too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, sometimes it's not even the creative director. Sometimes, like, the account person will be like, well, I liked how you did it here. Mm-hmm. Or, like, pointing out, like, I think Tiffany does a really good job on that on Cap mm-hmm. 1. Like, she'll point out something that... My mom used to do that for me in school as yeah. well. She'd be like, well, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, well, you're not the target audience. But then she was right. Like, yeah. my professor would say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The, oh. the, the question, like, have you thought of this? And I'm like, actually... No, well, like we're actually, all, we're all audiences. Like we all yeah. get we all get bombarded with ads all day. It's not you know just creative. So it's like right. people have an insight on yeah. things that maybe right. who aren't coming up with the ideas all the time, but like they have good feedback and like they're still the audience. Yeah, yeah. and, and like, like that's also, important. Like their perspective of like coming from like knowing the client and like having that relationship. Mm-hmm. They have such a good eye for like knowing what would get cut before it's cut time. Sure. Yeah. That, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And that's so helpful because it's like, hey, oh yeah, can't do this because especially when there's like will never work. And, and if there's like nice. tight deadlines and stuff, like that's so important because if like right, you're, you're going to bring something to client that they're like, no, like sorry, gotta go back to the drawing board. Time, it's like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I feel you. I think we wrote how many things for big lots before we got to our final thing. I think oh, there were yeah. at least fifty slides of just mm-hmm. content and. It, it was like one line on one slide. They're like, "This is it." One Keep going. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I mean, yeah. I think we should wrap it up by talking about how you guys feel about, um, like, if you guys think that anything now is like truly original. Because like I once heard like nothing's like really original. But how do we as creatives keep things feeling like fresh and like still relevant without like overdone? You know, does anyone have? Anything? I feel you so hard. <laughs> so there's this really famous book that came out like eight years ago called Save the Cat and he essentially lays out that all movies are like the same eight stories and he's so right like after you read that you're like oh my god it's this one or this one this one but the I think what's creative isn't making something completely new it's taking an existing thing and putting it in a new way Mm -hmm. like I don't think anything's really from scratch anymore but then again I don't think things were made from scratch even a thousand years ago I feel like there's it's always, always been building. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like a human truth, and we all build off of that. One of my favorite like quotes, like tattooable quotes. <laughs> sorry, mom. Um, is nothing of me is original. I am the combined effort of everyone I've ever known. Oh yeah. And like, mm. yes, like no, nothing is original, but you take and you leave like what is applicable to you, and you know what you think will be beneficial to you. Like, kind of like the Instagram stuff that makes me angry. Like, everybody following the trends. If you like a trend, open it, take a look, close the tab, do your own version of it, come back and, you know, make tweaks, but don't sit there and copy 
you know, you're making your own version. You're putting whatever you saw before in a different scenario. So it's stealing like an artist is like that whole whatever. That's on my bookshelf. Yeah, it's on my bookshelf as well. It's like, it's not stealing. It's stealing like an artist. You're Mm -hmm. making, what did you say? That was, that verbiage was so good. You copywriter. (laughs) <laughs> why do you make it sound like it? Like, why do you, you make it sound like it? Why can you speak English better than me? Um, I do not. I do not work good. <laughs> um, I like no, your what did you good. say? You said... Um, like, nothing's original. It's like, the combination of things. But like, you doing put something it, in a new way. Yeah, doing something in a new way. Putting something in a different light. I'm going to not science really well. But my first thought was that it's sort of like periodic table of elements okay don't it's, remember that okay don't know her but you know <laughs> she's new uh but um like there's an established amount of elements that exist in the world sure and like you combine those things to make stuff it's really really rare oh when a new element gosh. is discovered you're yes. blowing my mind <laughs> but you just like put them all together and yeah. you, you just like together, and that's the world because that's if so something cool. were completely mm-hmm. this is my take if something were completely new actually no one would understand it or care yeah yeah you can't so, make green mean anything other than go yes. you know like <laughs> i think it's something you said was it you or regina about like how you need a reference point for something yeah. if something's completely new you don't know how to interpret it because it doesn't like you understand the world through experiences you've already had so if something's completely unique you wouldn't be able to digest it um i think <laughs> final thoughts is be a sponge yeah. Never think that you know everything and oh, yes. absorb everything. And take everybody's perspective into yes. account. Yeah. And the church said amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening. That was our episode on Spark and Creativity. Listen in next week for our episode six on standing up on your team. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>